Mic check, mic check, one, two, one, two. Oh my gosh, it's Monday morning. That the we're gang's all this. here. No, this is, it's a, sh- it's a struggle. Yeah, it's a struggle, but as we're recording this in the morning time. <laughs> to accommodate Tiance. Forever my Tiance. <laughs> finally. Yeah, no, finally. No, no, no. It's good. You'll get lit depending on how good your tax appointment goes. Oh, yeah, it might be yeah, a celebration. Yeah. It might be a celebration or it might just be like a sad, sad time. Yeah. Word. You better be. Positive vibes. Positive vibes. <laughs> um, well, let's go straight into our era now. We've got some things on our mind. Uh, let's. Okay, I was going to say one thing. Oh, the gang's all here, guys. I We're, think I don't fuck with you. <laughs> oh, yeah, because we're getting into that. Yes. Yes. I can't wait to. Uh, Do we just stop doing intros now? Everybody, everybody, everybody knows who we are. Uh, right. Um, no. We always. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm Georgette. This is Tiani Warren. And this is Nikki Trends. Morphin Time. What? I didn't go see the movie. I did it. I did not. I feel like I'll wait till it comes out on Netflix to determine whether. Yes, I saw that video. <laughs> not not to be mistaken with uh, the Zordon in the movie. Yeah. Just like Zordon in the they 90s. Just left eye just big. The Yellow, <laughs> Yellow Ranger was Asian. The Black Ranger was black. Oh. Was it the Green Ranger was Jewish? Or something? No. Blue. <laughs> oh, funny. I didn't know that. That was the Blue Ranger. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, okay. Wait, so who put Spring Breakers on there? Who's the Spring Breakers? I, did. I, did. I, um, I knew it had to be you. Oh, I knew I it. So I went to Miami. Okay. It was fun. We got a pop in. Pop pop. Ooh. But um I never officially ever done like spring break as a college kid. Mm. These people really don't know how to fucking act. And I can totally see why people hate them or hate college kids in general. Cause they really don't know how to act and like they've never been drunk before. They never left their state. They just have no fucking common sense. It's not so much because you can't even tell who's in college anymore, who's a grown ass like adult out of college. But just like in the things that I've been reading in the past couple of weeks about um, all these college kids who went to Mexico but were chanting for the wall. How do you go to Mexico and say build the wall so we can't come over? And- I don't. I don't understand. I don't understand why you thought that would be a good idea. And then all these people pictures that you see of like people trashing beaches and like acting irate and i can see why locals who live in towns like miami or i I guess i feel like miami is really the only any place in florida i can see why locals hate spring breakers so just be mindful guys just be mindful like what the fuck people still live there have a little fucking common sense don't don't be those guys I'm actually happy that I never experienced uh, spring break as a college kid. I don't know. I used to watch it on MTV. Yeah. Uh, that was the <laughs> and I then wish. To, yeah. and just wish like, I wonder what it's like. Over well, no, it just seemed like <laughs> people were jumping in pools. It was just a lot of extra shit happening. I was like, yeah. Yeah, like, uh, unks, 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 unks. And I was like, I don't want no part of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm a mad, I bet it was a nightmare taping that shit oh God, down at, Because uh, yeah. everybody's just drunk. You're just drunk. Like, you're, you're going. to a beach or a hotel, you know. Especially if you're in, like, places like Mexico. Like, I don't, I've never been to Mexico, so I'm not sure. Like, but I'm pretty sure the drinking age is 18 over there. So you're just going to have people getting turned out, wild out. If you get arrested in that place, you don't get to go home right away. Just also think about that. Also think about that. If you're in places like Mexico or Jamaica or wherever, like somewhere in the Caribbean, the jails are way worse over there than they are here. And if you are a pretty person, you'll be the first person in jail to get fucked with. Just think about that when you're making those type of decisions. Can you handle the jail time? Yes. You, is that the life you want? <laughs> but that's my air it out. Tiani, so uh, what's your air it out? Jesus Christ. Uh, Tiani's still having an off day. It's okay. Um. Okay, so I had an off day on Friday. Um. 
where it started off with me forgetting to send in someone's credit card authorization form. So they called me freaking for, out. For what? A hotel? Oh, uh, for a hotel. Mm -hmm. So they called me freaking out thinking they were going to miss their flight and because the hotel wasn't letting them leave unless they put down a card. So it started off that way. And then I, it went on to, oh, shit, I left my wallet last night, so I don't have my wallet with me. I'm going to have to pay for the bus. I already have a bus pass. Like, I'm going to now I have to pay for this thing. Then I get there. I shred someone's timesheet by accident, have to ask them to turn it in again. Um, I left my cell phone at my boyfriend's house and ended up missing my bus because I had to go back to his house to go get it. <laughs> it was just like, and then it still went into the next day because then I realized I left, like, my makeup bag and my my hairbrush and everything that I use every day at work. And I was just like, this day sucks. It needs to end. I need to go home and sleep and just like fucking, hopefully it doesn't happen in the next week. And we can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had a little snafu. We caught kind of a little late. Monday morning. It's okay, T. You know what happens to the best of us. Uh, so we found out, just so you all know, we found out. <laughs> we were trying to test microphones for Tiani because she thinks the microphone, her, her original microphone wasn't working. Come to find out, because we were switching Microphones. Tiani forgot to plug back in her cord. So the whole time I'm looking at the levels like, wait, why is Tiani's level so low? We just did a mic check. Come to find out I'm dead ass looking at the cord, not plugging Unplugged. into the microphone. So. And that's why I'm saying maybe there's an off day happening today as well. I won't claim it for you. Uh, uh, it's cool, T. It's cool. It's, it's cool. Um, just get a donut. Oh, my God. What if we had gotten to reasons why we drink and it was like, oh, nah, no, you did the show by yourself, though. Yeah. We have no show with Tiani. You can we talk uh, about Tiani's myself. Tiani's here. Like, she's just kicking out. She has a she Throw problem. She has a we'll sore throat. She has a sore throat. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> so real quick, my air it out is um, was just me procrastinating. I am speaking at um, the, the 2017 Youth Symposium for an organization called MOVE. I hope I got the organization name right. Um, it's coming up in a couple of weeks <laughs> in Boston. So and I've been dragging my feet on the presentation. I was supposed to work on it this weekend. It's funny because Nicole called me out earlier on the first take. And I was just like, damn, I talk too much. I was just like, when people call you out, like, weren't you supposed to do that this weekend? I was like, shit, I was. I didn't. I was working on other stuff because um, I'm working on my friend's short film as a producer. Um, but um, I started using Keynote. So I started working on it last night, uh, Sunday night. And I started using Keynote, which is Apple's version of PowerPoint, Microsoft, um, Microsoft's PowerPoint. And I love it. I absolutely love it. It really operates um, I use the example of, I used to always say, because I have a Tumblr, Tumblr is the Apple, the blogs, WordPress was the Blackberry, or now you could say Android because it was more technical. Mm -hmm. If you did one thing wrong, your shit was fucked up on WordPress, <laughs> right? Like coding wise, but Tumblr, you just you just press what you want to do. If it's an audio post, you click the button audio. And so Keynote's the same thing. If I want to replace a photo, I pick a template and it has photos in it. Um, I literally just click on image, replace the photo. It was really like a bare bones version of a Photoshop and maybe even After Effects, Adobe After Effects. Okay. I mean, it's really design based. And I and I like it, and so I understand why people use Keynote. So I'm gonna work on it because it's due April first, and get I gotta to give it. this shit to her. So don't let the kids down. Um, I won't. I won't. It's 25 <laughs> to 30 minutes, so I had to tell myself what story am I going to tell without sounding so vain. So I got something for them. Sounding I got, so vain. Yeah, because I gotta tell vain? my story through my journey. Like tell tell my because my, my my topic is um journey my journey through entertainment and other people that i'm speaking alongside have different topics and so i got i got a he for them i'll hit them with some he but because it just sounds funny talking about i did this and i started this and i did it so i'm trying to find um pockets of we'll talk of about what's not fun about being a pa or well all of that so i i yeah. have i have something to to hit them with so i'm excited yeah. about that so anywho that was air it out so on to pop culture -y things ba -ba 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 -bing. Yeah, so we always told ourselves <laughs> like when the clothes gone that we're so not this. I didn't. I didn't. Because I gave oh, you my man, all the first did. time. Guys, I'm sorry. So, <laughs> Come on, guys. Uh, so on to pop culture things uh, slash current events. Current events. Current events. We're starting with um, Chris Brown. Chris Brown. I mean, we're, sh we're, we're, we're recording this Monday morning, which is the struggle. Um, but this by the time the show comes out, it would... Um, it will be Wednesday and, and Chris Brown will be on the episode coming out, um, the episode of Blackish coming up Wednesday, March 29th. And so he's set to appear as this recording artist or rapper called Rich Youngsta. And Anthony Anderson plays a character named Dre, who's the father, works at this, he's very successful, works at this advertising agency. And uh, he's excited to work with Chris Brown's character. 
But his wife, uh, Bo, and, 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 and uh, Dre's mother, Ruby, uh, they're not a fan or they don't approve of the rapper's persona and, and reliance on negative stereotypes. And I think it's kind of interesting because I think it's, I feel like, well, I mean, let me get your takes on it because I know, Nicole, you, you had some takes about why, what he I did the first time. Uh, you're going to do it second a second time. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what I said. Oh, damn. Why would he play that character? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sorry, guys. I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, it's my fault. No. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I was just surprised that he would take on a role that would portray him like that only because he every time he gets in trouble or any time someone writes a story about him, he's hitting up Twitter and Instagram like, why nobody want to let me live my life? <laughs> they always try and bring me back. So I'm surprised that he would play a character like that on this show. Oh, He should comment on his past a little bit. I feel like most of the time... Chris Brown doesn't own up to the fact that he did do something fucked up that, I mean, it happened a lot, what, 2009? But I feel like he was never but that. there was more stuff that was happening. Oh, oh he's done a lot of, sh- he's still yeah. doing stuff. But like, I, I think that you're like right. That was uh, the, pr- the, the, the precipice. Uh, yeah, the like, he never it. really, like, it sincerely apologized for it. He kind of got, know. he kind of got mad at other people for caring about it too much. I, I mean, we don't hang out with these people that's true in real life so i don't know what the issue was i think that him anytime somebody goes on a national apology tour it's never gonna feel like that but i mean whatever happened between him and rihanna during that thing she obviously must have forgiven him after all this time well just in case nobody knows what happened unless you were living under a rock uh, <laughs> chris brown what was it right before the grammys yeah, like he the day before the grammys mm-hmm. they were in the car together and got into an argument and it turned into a physical altercation where i think chris brown like bitter punched her like really severely beat up rihanna um, and I, I mean, of course, Rihanna was probably like hitting him as well, but it, it was a big deal because right before the Grammys, she, her face was busted up and it was like a huge, and this is like the height case. of like the height of Chris Brown and, and Rihanna was just starting to break out at yeah. that point. So they were like the prince and princess of like R and B. And I think, it, yeah. like I said, <laughs> uh, when you go on a up, up national apology tour, cause that's yeah. eventually what happened. He was going on all these talk shows. He was doing all this press and it's always going to seem fake. Like, it's never going to seem legit. Oh, did legit. he go on an apology tour? Yeah, he went on Tyra Banks' show. He, like, did interviews. Like, it was, that's all anybody talked about for, like, years, I feel like. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, not to excuse all the dumb shit he's doing now. Like, <laughs> it's like that happened when he was, like, what, 19, mm-hmm, 20? Something like that. You're, like, that happened, what, eight years ago. So you're probably, like, 28 now, but you're continuing to do dumb shit. Yeah, he's still pretty much you doing, doing like dumb mad shit. Like, dumb it's shit. It's almost like he just doesn't give like he just right. doesn't care anymore. I just I don't know. To me, when I read the article, I was just like, oh, okay. Oh, I'm actually uh, excited to see. I'm behind. I'm interested to see how that yeah. goes. But Not excited, but yeah, I'm interested to see it. Um, yeah, I think for him, it's I think it's great. I think I think you know um, using the example. So I'm reading this book called "Ego Is the Enemy" by Ryan Holiday. He also has this book called "The Obstacle Is the Way." So you know, instead of avoiding the things that are said about you or the, the things that you find difficult, I think for Chris Brown's case, it's why not walk towards it? Why not play a caricature of your past mistakes or of yeah. yourself? And I think what could easily happen, I don't know how, because Kenya Barris is the creator, he writes the show, and so I don't know how he wrote the ending of the episode, right? So what if Dre, played by Anthony Anderson, um, gives him some advice or some insight on how he should carry himself, or what if he gets that from ruby or bow you know it it, it it could be it could be interesting you know although he didn't do these things when it happened in real life i think uh i think it would be interesting to see how it happens on Black it would Age, just so. be nice to see chris brown like kind of rehab himself and like try to be a better person <laughs> right so <laughs> like i just know he's just not he's still like fucking up right now i, so, like, I want to know what the actors thought when they came to them and saying like so that's a twitter facebook stephanie this is, you know, yeah. shout out to Stephanie, our social media coordinator. And I think there's always that debate about, like, how you separate the artist from the music. Right. And yeah. Some people can't do that and others can. So that's probably what this whole episode is is going to be yeah. about. We'll is so let's see. The artists we'll from see what happens. We'll see what, happens. We'll see what Twitterverse um, yeah. the episode airs. Yeah. Real quick. Tell us about uh, the other light mention that we have. Um, okay. So United Airlines banned two uh, young female passengers when they appeared uh, on a flight with leggings. 
Um, and basically, it just had a lot of people up in arms. This woman, Shannon Watts, who's the founder of the gun control group Moms Demand Action, tweeted, since when does United Police Women's Clothing? Um, she wrote that the gate agent was just saying, like, we're just following the rules. Like, uh, this is, like, we're not trying to, like, come for these girls, for, like, particularly for any reason. But it just raises the question, like, why leggings? Like, since when are leggings? Um, they just, people just see it as, like, very sexual clothing choices. And it's literally just one of the most comfortable things to wear. It depends. Uh, what do you mean? It depends uh, on what? On. Listen, I am an advocate of like yoga pants are not real pants mm -hmm. and like tights are not pants are like, you oh i love wearing them shoes. i because okay. but there are people who wear them who one wearing them one size too small who wear <laughs> wear a see-through like you fucking see That's everything true. there are wrong that, ways to yes wear leggings. there are yes there are absolutely wrong ways to wear it especially if you're wearing like polka dot underwear you got these tights oh, on and then you got like a crop top on that's i don't know what are you yeah doing i, like, I get that but like, there are these, definitely wrong ways of doing it these girls were like really young teen girls according to shannon watts who was on the plane with them and she said they were like little girl leggings like it wasn't like <laughs> it wasn't like you know some I video know that some means, video though. vixen was wearing tight pants with her big uh her what, big ass what are little kids and like wearing a crop like, top like you know they probably had like little ice cream cones on the on the leggings and they're wearing so, uggs okay that's kind of ridiculous sweater over it well that's know? ridiculous yeah but like yeah. i can understand like if it was like some scandalous shit mm -hmm. i i but i didn't even know like they can turn you away for that yeah i mean a while ago i remember my parents were very big on like what are you wearing on this plane like you gotta look <laughs> decent nice but i yeah but i think i think that's a thing i thought it was a thing of the past kind of yeah. like how you have to look nice to go to a broadway show like yeah it, it's not a normal thing anymore to dress up to be on the plane. Like you can be in first class in your sweatpants, yeah, but you got to be comfortable. But like for some reason, they they claim that these two girls were like past travelers, which means like you're related they, to somebody right. who works <clears throat> at United Airlines, so you have to. They hold you to a different standard, which is like, so weird. How would anybody United know? Right. Like yeah, how would exactly. anybody know I that agree. I'm on and a travel pass? They just made a big pass. deal of it, like embarrass the girls in front of all the passengers. And it was happening and the in front of. Yeah, we're like freaking out that. because they're about to miss their flight over these girls wearing leggings. <laughs> you know, like it's just. It was just like a big deal. I feel like girls are always put on the spot like that yeah. about what they're wearing if they get raped or something. It's like, what were you wearing that night? Was your skirt short? Like. That, like that's that's besides the point we should start right. focusing on what boys can do to well the self-control it was self-control yeah you know, they were like oh girls because you said the earlier comment in the first take where you were saying that girls are told you know be careful what you wear because mm -hmm. boys get tempted it was just like no tell your teach your boys to have fucking self-control yeah there needs to be Keep more pants, like classes guys. in school like pants. just being like focusing on how men could do better and stop teaching girls how they should do better because most of the time like like, it's definitely, well, it's never our fault. I don't care if you're wearing the skinkiest thing in the world. If that girl is not like, okay, let's have sex, you're not having sex. That should right. be, that's the rule. Not like, what, was your skirt just a little too far above your knees? Like, that should not be the question. <laughs> like, it's just, it's ridiculous. So, it's United Airlines, like, I, you had me, like, fucked up when you started charging for overhead bins. So, <laughs> now, uh, like, really fuck United, like, yeah, so, like, now the leggings so are a problem. Delta. So, so I now know. United. Fly something else, I guess. So, on to the next, next, <laughs> next. Uh, Nick, you're taking this story, right? Combining the two about the mock slave, slave trade and slave auction posters. And what's going on with that? don't know what's happening with the teachers of America. So yeah, so give us some backdrop on this. I'm a little unsure. So, this actually came from elementary school jefferson school in maplewood in new jersey and it was actually not the everyday teacher it was a substitute teacher that was taking over this particular class um <laughs> quote there was a sale of a black child by white children in the classroom as reported by one of the parents uh of the students in another class at the school so imagine how fast word traveled there and so the teacher explained that she or he used this as a teachable moment to elaborate elaborate on the gravity of this part in our history i don't know how <laughs> to feel so like suzanne m turner who's the district's communications director i i guess she does pr i'm not even sure what that <laughs> title is she they did not offer an apology uh the superintendent apologized at a school board meeting um i don't even know how to think about this because like 
I don't know how substitute teacher I don't know how that works I know that teachers have to do lessons plan lesson plans and they have to get approved but I <laughs> so apparently the substitute teacher did not have the okay to do this yeah from my but, experience, substitute teachers, even though, like, the teacher says, hey, hand out this quiz that I'm, like, that's, they'll do whatever the fuck they want to do sometimes. Right. Like, I've definitely had that experience where they try to be the teacher, and it's like, no. Like, so the school, basically, <laughs> what happened was they blamed the substitute, and they're talking yeah. about, like, having better training. Um, well, what was the color of the damn who, teacher? Was the teacher white? It doesn't say. It doesn't say anything I, about I, this I, teacher. I hate the fact it like that, why it, are you protecting the substitute teacher? Yeah. What What are you doing? What are you protecting this person for? I, I right because it's gonna. Like I don't know how this works with the substitute's job either. Like at this point, like if they saw that you substitute at Maplewood, they're gonna ask you questions. <laughs> like I'm sure you have to get recommendations. This yeah. I don't. But why? I just don't understand. Well, let's and it's it. fifth graders, too. So I'm sure they don't. Like, how do you know? I'm not doing that. Like, they're not really at that age to be defiant to a teacher and be like, no, I'm not fucking doing that. Like, yeah, that's weird. I'm not doing that. I just like their judgment. Why would you even touch something like that and be like, you know what we should do, boys and girls? Let's have a slave auction. Like, what the fuck? Like, the- there's <laughs> there's a lot of other ways to elaborate we'll on that part it. of history. Just talk, just talk, you talk about, about it. it. You can watch a movie. You yeah, you could watch books. the movie where it was depicted. And you could like bring in a historian person to talk to the class. Like, there's a million other ways you could have done this. Literally, and a like, black child and put them like on a makeshift auction block and said acting uh, like, that out was not a good idea strong legs and can probably run fast like what the like are you kidding like i'm sorry i'm judging this teacher's uh mental stability as very di- I, as a, if i were a parent of that child i would have been like raised so much hell <laughs> like that's unacceptable it's just unacceptable okay so this connects to another story then okay yeah i was asking i was going to ask you because it said the incident comes on the heels of an assignment uh, at another school in the same district in which students made posters for slave auctions Tell us right that. so this teacher basically what this teacher what was trying to do new jersey i know right I'm i like, told you is i told you new jersey is not bobbin okay. sorry tiani uh, no, okay don't even you, you can't even defend yeah, it. you can't even defend what? it go ahead no nope, can't even defend it go ahead Oh, that would um, never to my black ass school. <laughs> Nobody would ever fucking come with that shit. So in this particular school, it's actually South Mountain Elementary School in South Orange, Racist. New Jersey. <laughs> so this teacher, it, apparently this was part of like a three part. Let me look for this. A three part, three part guys. <laughs> assignment. I'm so bad at like finding things. I need to start highlighting <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you got to like, hi- highlight. I got to highlight. This is what's wrong with computers. Well, basically, it wasn't a part of the curriculum that you had to create a, co- a colonial American history yeah. lesson. So it's a three-part lesson. And so during this part, um, the students were supposed to make po- posters to reflect colonial American part of history. So the poster could have been anything from a lecture to speech, like a flyer, you know, saying, like, come here, we're doing this or whatever. Or slave auction were examples so imagine that this was that as like you could do a slave auction if you'd like yeah not just like blatant (laughs) um but basically it was like the day before parent teacher conference that they hung up all these posters that the children (laughs) made like the worst yeah and then you have posters that were colorful advertisements for fine house girl or field tan god and then some of them were (laughs) <laughs> some of them said wanted dead or alive so could you imagine being a parent going into a parent teacher conference looking at that They're like oh little jimmy did this wonderful poster and you're like no no little jimmy this is not a good idea but a lot of them apparently were slave auction posters not not a lot talking about about churning butter no and it uh. says the ages range from four to ten that's crazy that's ridiculous that's insane that's so like there's no like you can definitely talk about slavery without making kids draw pictures for slave auction posters there's just better ways of doing these things (laughs) what remember we had something called you know how Breakfast Club has Donkey of the Day. I know Two Dope Boys in the Podcast has Brand Fuck Up. Mm-hmm. New Jersey p- 
school district? What is this? La Petit uh, family? Like, oh, the South Jersey school fuck up. Do not bring that shit to me. It's New Jersey still. Uh, it's Don't you know we, we judge Yo, uh, Tina, the whole Tina, state? You would never do shit like this. I'm uh, not even worried. So worried. yeah, that's that's a little that's a little cuckoo cuckoo for cocoa pops. But, <laughs> but I wonder if it was a black teacher doing it, if the outrage would be different. The black teacher wouldn't do it. Yeah, I, the black teacher just wouldn't, wouldn't do fucking it. do it. That's what. That's what. That's, that's why irony, it never happened that's in my what school. The irony is that's why it's like. <laughs> You know, you want to assume, you don't want to assume who these people are, but there's no way after, because I watched Dave Chappelle's first episode of his three-part series on Netflix, yeah. there's no fucking way <laughs> a black guy would come in or a black teacher would say, like, let's make some because slave posters. Like, they poster. would never do they that. They would never do that. It's a good way to teach the kids yes. what it was like anything, back then. It would have been like, flipped. Like, you know who would have been on the motherfucking posters? Not a black person. That's what I'm saying. It you know, been... let's flip history yeah, and see crazy. what it would have been like if the white people were on well, the posters. Right. That's what... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, and that's not to say it, you know, that that's we're saying that as an example of if a that's for our reparations a, a black teacher would have been like let's put white people on the slave auction poster just so yeah. they can see how it they feels. may have done that like that's what i shit. think would have happened would have if happened. there was an inkling of a black teacher even wanting to do something like that but exactly I think it's so ridiculous. jersey tighten up well again we don't know who the teachers are yeah so and that's what i'm saying that could be the plot twist well, no the, the, no, the <laughs> gag could be if it was an asian teacher if it was you know someone that was non-white mm-hmm but not black either. That yeah. actually would be the super. Now I want to know who the teachers stand, stand by. Know, we'll be looking. Anyway. We'll get further information on right. who these teachers so go, are. Get into this next story because we're just killing them today with the current events about Paul Ryan. Okay, serves the fucking Republicans right. Anyway. So my favorite story that happened um, her late favorite. Last week. This is this is the story that really brought her life together, guys. It really did. <laughs> I was like on my off Friday. This made me smile. Okay, so Republican leaders told members of Congress Friday that the House vote on the American Health Care Act, which President Donald Trump demanded for Friday, will not happen. So basically, this vote for this new plan of repeal and replace Obamacare wasn't even good enough to go in for a vote in Congress. So can you explain a little bit? Because I want to understand... Did he cancel it because he knew he wasn't going to get the votes? He knew he wasn't going to get the votes. Interesting. Because they were so... okay. Let me just put this out here. Yeah. So on Thursday, that was when they were supposed to vote on the bill, which was the anniversary of Obamacare being signed into law. So they were trying to be like mad savage and be like, we're going to fucking get rid of this fucking bill <laughs> on, Fuck the yeah. anniversary, um, <laughs> on the anniversary of Obamacare. We're going to get rid of it. But people weren't fucking with that bill, so they couldn't even do it on the day that they wanted to do it. So the whole morning, they're like scrambling to like, convince Republicans because it was the Republicans that messed this up because it was split in between two sides of the Republican Party. Right. There were moderate Republicans who just didn't like that a lot of people were going to lose a lot of their insurance coverage. Um, and then there were Republicans called a part of the Freedom Caucus who didn't think that the bill did enough cutting. They wanted it like pre-Obamacare when there was like oh, not, that was like what Michael like Brooks Sicko, was talking like, about. Yeah. yeah like, it was like with Sicko with um like where there was no coverage, people were dying because they just didn't have the coverage or they had pre-existing, they had pre-existing con- conditions and like and the, nothing, and there was no money being given out. That's what they wanted. They wanted Obamacare to be like dead and they felt like Trump care, which I'm going to call it, was not doing any of that. So that was the problem. Democrats were pretty unified on we're not voting for this at all. So he had zero votes from like from anyone. There were a few people that were like undecided, but when they really read like very specific things of the bill, like um, according to Vox.com, um, the final version of the bill eliminated Obamacare's requirement that individual market insurance insurers cover ten essential health benefits in their plans. And a representative, uh, Rodney Furlinghosen, I don't know if that's how you say his name, um, he was undecided, and it turned into a no after he saw that piece of the bill. He was. There were a lot of people that were undecided, but it, pretty much everybody was like, nah, I'm good. So the 10 essential bill. health benefits is what, like? It was maternity your, your care, like maternity coverage. Your lady parts getting um, checked out. It was... Um, what, what were some of the, the other gyno. ones? Were, so basically, some of the basically the essential health benefits were the things that people Prevent, actually need. It was that prevent yeah. you from getting illness. Um, 
some of the some of the um some of the things that I remember uh oh it was mental health services as well for people. Oh, that I got were, it. Yeah, prescription drugs, mm-hmm. laboratory. things that people need. Yeah. Right. It yeah. was just kind of it was so they want on the fence. We're like, oh wait, no. <laughs> so <laughs> like, they want to. So they want to cut all of that. Everything. Everything. And so like and, the Freedom Caucus was like cut everything and then poor ryan was like but yo my g like Ooh, we gotta keep something <laughs> like we gotta keep something and they yeah. were like nah 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 and then the democrats were just like no nah we're gonna you're not fucking with you no. no matter what exactly hmm. so people are saying like this is like the biggest failure trump could have ever had because his whole campaign was like repeal and replace obamacare i promise it's gonna be quick it's gonna happen immediately and then i always think of the line that he said recently where he's like "Healthcare reform is actually quite hard it's like yeah no shit that's why obamacare is exactly. not that great like you know so like it's just it's hilarious he's getting mad like he's he at first he was blaming the democrats because that nobody voted on right him, but now he's mad at the republicans like he's pretty upset but like are all republicans just like cut everything or is it just like the freedom caucus was the group that was like that's like the modern day tea party gotcha uh they they didn't think it did enough and but there's republicans who are just who are moderate who are like this is fucked up yeah like like, the half and half yeah the half and half was um how you said that those that thought Obamacare had was still in place too much of it was in place the other the other the so that was one half the uh, the second half was they thought a lot of their constituents would lose health care coverage so if yeah. you voted for a bill that was going to lose that that will make me lose health care coverage I would never vote you back into office exactly yeah you know essentially that's what it is it's like they don't want to lose that their constituents that hmm. that were going to lose you know the, they were concerned about that so I'm just it's just it warms my heart to know that Obama <laughs> is just chilling right now like. absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all want to have dinner at his house, please. And I wish I could sit with his family. Oh it's like, God. yo, that's crazy, yeah, right? Like, man, especially after the wiretapping claims, he's probably like, yeah, that's what well, you get. Well, listen, dude. he's a normal uh, person now. <laughs> Anything can happen, guys. Yeah, and so um, I know we haven't had the brightest stories, so we're going to end it off with a not so bright story, but we want to bring awareness to this. Mm-hmm. Um, missing DC girls. Uh, so there's, I'm reading this from CNN, and so, um, the headline says, Missing Black Girls in D.C. Spark Outrage Prompts, Prompt Calls for Federal Help. But there's a lot, um, this is a little bit of a layered story because the different people are reporting that some of these girls aren't missing, some of them are runaways. Mm. And so, and this is also, all these girls did not disappear within 24 hours. It wasn't like this all had, these are obviously cases that are still open. Right. And a lot of these girls have been missing for a long time. So I'm going to just read a little bit from CNN. It says, you know, two months ago, the Washington Metropolitan Police Department's new commander, Chanel Dickerson, made a pledge. Let's find our missing girls. And so the department has posted profiles of missing black and Latina girls in the nation's, in the nation's capital on its Twitter feed almost daily. Excuse me. In the letter last Tuesday, the lawmakers asked Attorney General Jeff Sessions uh, and FBI Director (laughs) Uh. James Comey, uh, double uh, to devote the resources (laughs) necessary to determine whether these developments are an anomaly or whether they are indicative of an underlying trend that must be addressed. Um, The FBI declined to comment on the matter. The Attorney General is aware of the reports and is looking into the issue, which means we're really probably not looking into the issue. So. You know, a lot of this, uh, so the hashtag that was trending was missing DC girls. Mm. Um, the Metropolitan Police Department recorded 501 cases of missing girl, uh, missing children so far in 2017, and 22 cases were opened as of last Wednesday. It's received a lot of media attention and concern from the public because of the number of releases. My concern is, though, and this is my parenthetical, um, my concern is the same thing with bring back our girls. The hashtag or the social media is going to die down. Yep. And then what happens after that? But also, I want to read, there's a, um, and I know TMZ is kind of an interesting source. Yeah, to read articles from, but um, it <laughs> but says, they be getting it. They don't. They, they don't do. be getting it like yeah. that. They're, they're actually getting into the journalism world. They kind yeah. of teetered over. It says cops say they're runaways, not crime victims. Um, the Washington D.C. girls who have come. This is from TMZ. Have gone missing are not crime victims. They've just filed. Um, they just fled their homes, according to Washington D.C. officials. And this article was as of um, Friday. Excuse me. Yeah, Friday or Saturday. 
It says there's been a call for an investigation into the disappearances, but a police spokesperson said the numbers are not alarming. They're in line with missing persons stats. Mm-hmm. Um, it says uh, there are currently 38 open cases of missing persons in D.C. They did some checking. 12 disappeared in the last five months, and that's what I think sparked the media attention. Uh, none of the girls are 18 or under. 10 are black and two are Hispanic. Um, and the update they have says we spoke with police chief Peter Newsham, who says with almost every case, those missing have a history of leaving home. He says the number missing is similar to years before. It's just been brought to the light with the use of social media and other platforms to help locate missing people. Yeah, that's the part that I read was that yeah. it's just that they've been putting it a lot on Twitter. So that's why it seems like all of a sudden there's it's, like a it's lot something of, happening. So, yeah. you know, it's something to talk about, it's something to bring awareness to and, and just kind of you all get your thoughts about it. Two of these girls pictures are mugshots like. Could they not have found better pictures? <laughs> That's annoying. Yeah. yeah, like why would you put the mugshot? Yeah, the only picture they had, <laughs> like they couldn't. Whatever. Um, I mean, I, there's always been that that double standard of you know, like making a huge deal about finding the white girls that are missing versus finding the black girls that are missing. So it doesn't really surprise me that there's this many girls missing and nobody really knows about it until recently. Um, I'm sure other women of color as well are not as valued as uh, white girls being missing. Whenever a white girl goes missing in a foreign country, everybody knows about that shit. But I'm sure it's happened a million times to black girls. It's just not as important. Um, It is crazy. What was it? Boko Haram kidnapped a a whole bunch of girls. And the hashtag did help gain media attention but most of the time but it didn't really do anything and like uh, i'm sure if a whole bunch of white girls went missing somewhere it would be a bigger deal like i always had don't get me wrong like of course when things like there are terrorist attacks in like paris and stuff like that that is horrible it's sad but i always felt some type of way about it because i'm like we're changing our Facebook backgrounds and everything to match the uh, parisian flag but like not the parisian flag but the um french flag um but like would you do that same thing if there were terrorist attacks in africa and stuff like that are we all changing our backgrounds right. is there a filter mm-hmm. for when it happens in africa no we don't we never value people of color and actually when they go missing. i actually hate those things on facebook because it's just a fact i started like, to at first it, i liked it i was like oh i'm solidarity but then after a while i was like you wouldn't do this if some yeah girls like i don't think i've ever done it only because it's just it it's a fad like eventually it's an easy like way said, to show support yeah like you said like it eventually is great for the moment and yeah. then it dies out right mm-hmm. it's sad yeah. and then unfortunately something else happens and then it dies out so it's kind of like i think useless to put something like that on mm-hmm. your profile especially if you're not doing it for all causes if you're just picking and choosing which one is hot for the moment that's don't true. change don't change your facebook mm-hmm. profile for that yeah, I'm just. I hope you know. Obviously, you want the girls if if they are missing to come back and be safe and yeah. and not be any you know victims of possible human trafficking. Although there was another article I can't remember where that said that that's not that may not be the case. I know people were getting alarmed and scared and mm-hmm. you know. So you know, but you I, also can't sleep on that either. No, absolutely, absolutely. No, you, it's you just shouldn't. I just I you know. We'll How many girls were missing? The like, as of the past twelve months, five. I mean, excuse me. Uh, past five months, twelve girls. Wow. You can't. You can't past say because the the mo doesn't scream human trafficking. That just means people are getting smarter about how they do things. Mm-hmm. Right. And so again, but you know, just you can never cross that. Off. Unfortunately, you can never cross that off your list. We can't. Um, it's it's going to be hard to assume what's happening. So just hopefully, you know, um, the girls are safe. And and if if it is a case of of them not being in the right foster home environments or home environments in general. Right. You know, hopefully they can get to, to, maybe that's something that, you know, get to the root of the problem, maybe figure that out. If they're fleeing, they're fleeing, or fleeting, wait, fled. Fleeing. 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 Why would I say fleeting? <laughs> if they're fleeing because their environments, yeah. then you need to, that, that, then it needs to go deeper than, you know, than exactly. wanting to get away with what's going on with the environment. But how do you, I guess, yeah, that's, differentiate that's from kids who are just like, Fuck this! I don't want to be here. Run well, away. There was one story where there was a girl that I think posted on social media, um, and I wish I, I got to find that article. But I remember reading there was at least one girl out of the missing girls that was fine, and she fled her home, the foster home, because she didn't like where she was. And so that's what I'm saying. Um, you yeah, know, it could be a there's lot. A, of there's, that. A, there's a lot of factors in there that we can't really assume. But um, 
but yeah so hopefully you know again with we'll keep you all posted and, and let us know on twitter you know um venting vino pod if you all hear anything or just any updates on this so all right Boop-boop. uh so that was the other pop culture things <laughs> slash no we were just full of events. just uh <laughs> Happiness. I know. And off days. Hope everybody, yeah. hope everybody has a bright day. <laughs> oh my God, it's so ugly out. Um, street. Okay. So on to reasons why we drink. So on to reasons why we drink. Um, so Tiani, this is, you came up with this one, right? This is your yeah, suggestion. Yeah, I was just thinking about it. So <laughs> well, can, tell us, tell us more so we can, we can hear your thoughts about this. Okay, anyway. I just wonder how you all felt about, you know, talking about specific details about what goes on in your love life your sex life just like telling it's natural for girls to want to tell their friends what's going on and stuff like that but i always wonder like how much is too much right um all of it's too much i don't <laughs> want to know what are your boundaries? You, don't think you, should, uh, you know what's funny i was thinking about this coming here and i thought to myself i said self hmm Self. Hmm. Um, <laughs> but I feel like I'm a sharer, especially on the show. Especially, like I think it's pretty clear. Like strangers kind of know mm-hmm. what the dealio is. But I do. I guess I don't know because I'm a sharer. Like if I feel like it's not super inappropriate, like I share. I think when other people are sharing with me, it's when I'm like. Ugh. No, like I don't know. Like I mean, don't like, what tell do you me. what do you consider something like too much? Like I don't want to know your you. man's dick size. I don't want to know that. That's uncomfortable. <laughs> like, don't tell me that. I don't want to know <laughs> how he made you feel last night. No, that's okay. Like, don't tell me. Like, there's just something. Did you tell other people that though? I probably do. You know, once you get in the, <laughs> you're like hanging out with your, your friends and you guys are drinking and you're like, oh my God, you've never done that before. And then did it like, that's usually how the conversation goes. But like, I won't come out the game and be like, oh my God, you'll never believe what man he did. And I just like, I won't yeah, do okay. that. Like, that's weird. Yeah. Um. On this podcast, I think you all know that I don't say share much. anything. Yeah. But when I'm talking to my friends, I tend to share a lot. And I was just thinking about, I was like, do I tell people too much things? Like, <laughs> like, like, like Are I they making this face like everything? No, 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 no. no. Most of the times, because the people that I'm talking to want to know right. everything. Like when I was talking to my cousin the other day about something, she was just like, oh, tell me exactly how it, like, right. it felt and how it was. I was just like, uh. <laughs> like, so there's some people, yeah. I guess the people who are not sharers in my life that I get like that. I'm like, oh my God, but tell me everything. Like, I need to know everything. Mm-hmm. But there's other people where I'm just like, eh, yeah, I don't need to know Like, everything. I don't care. No, that's good. Yeah. I'm so happy for you guys. But, eh. Yeah, I'm definitely a person <laughs> who's like, I want to tell you every single thing that's happened. Maybe not something too, not something really personal, but no, that's not the word I would want to use. Something that's like intimate, like between the two of us that yeah. really shouldn't get out at all. Like a secret. Between yeah, you two. yeah. Right. But like pretty much everything else, I'm just like, oh, yeah, and this is about to happen. This is what I did. <laughs> and this is what I said. And this is the exact quote. <laughs> just like, I told everything. Happen. I mean, I just told Georgette some stuff. I, told, I was telling my cousin. And um, actually, like my boyfriend's completely okay with. It. He was just like, "Oh, did you tell? Did you tell your friends?" Like, oh, damn! Oh, gosh, because he wants to be bragged about. Yeah, he wants to be. Yeah, like he knows. He was like, "Oh, did you tell?" Your, and I was just like, "Yeah." And he he wants like, to girls be, always talk. He <laughs> wants to be bragged about. I guess. I guess so. Wow. <laughs> Anyway, Georgia, what are you? <laughs> yeah, no, you know, so it was lessons learned in college. I was so excited about the relationship that I was in at the time, and mm-hmm. I was telling everybody about it. Little did I know, um, I was looking like the the fool in the relationship because he was doing a lot of stuff, and or how he came across to other people about he and I, or was completely different how I was coming off mm-hmm. about he and I. And so in my mind, I guess I thought we were together. In his mind, people were like. Mm, are you sure? Because I saw him with this girl, that girl. Mm. So from that lesson, I started saying nothing. Um, Because you invite people into your relationship and when you tell people everything that's going on, um, you give them room to have opinions or influence, you know, certain things or whatever. But it's like and girl so, talk, though. Like, it depends. Here's the thing, It depends. Though. But so when I dated this guy in Boston and I never really wanted to tell people about he and I, he was a livid. He was so upset about it. And in my mind, I guess he thought, because I wasn't, like, the whole bragging right, yeah. or talking about him. To me, it was just like, no, I don't want anyone in our business. And as I got older, I found different ways of managing it. So I don't have to talk about everything happening exactly. And even I learned this from, I don't know if it was Justin Bieber 
interview that I read in a magazine years ago. Yo, dropping knowledge, keep, son. I think with him, and, <laughs> I think when he was dating Selena, he just made a point like there's certain things you want to keep between you and that person. Like mm-hmm. this is what you and them, you know, you and them share, and and to to share with somebody else. And that's what I'm on right now. So I'm really big on keeping. Yeah, but, you, I think, but you want to know everything that I'm. I doing. do because <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you tell me. Like, so like, like, yeah. Because you asked it, I'm like, oh, it's big sister Georgette. Yeah, like, yeah, I'll tell you. But see, but I'll tell, I'll tell, I'll tell things in a roundabout way, so you will never know it applies to me. But that's you can make selfish. that face. Yeah. Right. Start thinking right. About yeah. What the fuck yeah. I yeah right. And it's fine. You can. You but can. here's the thing, too. I think, which is also important on that note, is. If if your friends have never met your significant other, you should probably not start your stories off with, let me tell you what this motherfucker did. Or <laughs> you won't believe, because that just doesn't, you're, that immediately, immediately demolishes, like, the first impression. Because you True. already have all this, That's like, true. oh, this nigga's kind of crazy. Or, like, mm-hmm. oh, this bitch really, I could see the crazy. And you kind of just, you forget to just know this person on a clean slate. Mm-hmm. Because you already have all these bad stories. And so when shit does hit the fan and you're like, yo, you don't need to be with this person, da 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 but you wind up be with that person, it just creates exactly. like a weird tension. Exactly. You like you can't tell me all these stories about how bad of a boyfriend they are or how no good they are and then when something happens, you're like, you should just leave him. And then yeah. you're like, what do you mean? You don't know our, what our love right. is like. And I'm like, right. I mean, I think I do because you, <laughs> you told, told me your I whole mean, life story. <laughs> I'm just assuming this yeah, guy's an asshole. Yeah, this, this girl's a bitch. Like, a like <laughs> so I guess, yeah, you have to be you very to careful about yeah. what you tell and who it is that you're telling to. Because that could also be. Because if you make your relationship look now. super dope all the time. <laughs> The minute that there's a crack in that, people will start talking. Exactly. Yeah. So, I just yeah. say, listen, all I say is keep your business to yourself. And if there's something really private, if you feel like you need to share with family members or whatever. I mean, there's there's two people that I shared a lot of things with. And they've known me for over 10 years, though. So that's... so. If you know me for 10, 15 years, Tiani, maybe I might start letting you know some shit. But you're not you're not even at the Oh I put damn. In she did. Kurt Kurt at the five year threshold. But then Exactly. To be fair, nah, she said you ain't have known me. This my play cousin has known me <laughs> middle school, I'm high sorry. school. Okay. Like, wait, She's wait, making wait, notes. Wait, wait, She's wait, wait, making notes. Tiani <laughs> is I'm making a list and you are on it. I gotta scratch that 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 standard because these people have known me like middle school, high school, college. And so, you know, unfortunately, you would not be able to get those years back from me, Tiani. I could um, see, but I could see where people talk because sometimes you need a different perspective. <laughs> right, you need to know I, if you're say, the one being crazy. Right. But I would say this. <laughs> I say if, if it's something, I keep certain things between you and that person. Mm-hmm. Like, that's something that you all share. And just have that, have that special time. And, you know, other shit, you know, just be mindful of what you say. Sometimes people, so. sharing is not caring. Um, <laughs> yes. So, um, and secrets sometimes thanks, do Mickey. make friends. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, mood for the week. Who wants to kick this off before we get out of here? I'm fucking tired. Um, <laughs> I really hope this is. I'm just tired. No, I don't goes, know. I mean, I know you're. Little, I hope this week goes by little, fast. Like, this is the earliest I've ever been to work. I'm gonna get breakfast. I'm excited about that. <laughs> it's been a while since you, we did a morning. Yeah, show. it's actually been a while since it's just been us three. Oh yeah, that's true. So that's a fun mood. Um, it's also cool that we're <laughs> sorry to our crew. <laughs> no, but this is fun. It's, you know, T T B T. You know, that's so funny. You're so funny. Um, yeah. No, what is my mood? I'm I'm in. I'm just going to happy happy places, and so I'm really into Dave Chappelle's stuff. Right oh, Dave Chappelle. Uh, yeah, I, I saw watched that first the, one. It was good. I watched the first episode over the weekend. But I fell asleep for the last 25 minutes, so I was going in and out of sleep. So I'm actually re-watching the last 20 minutes of the show, and okay. then I'm going to kick off episode two when I finish my presentation. Oh, are they all available? Like all part? the first two, but the first oh. two he had already in the can. Oh, okay. I think he's shooting the third one as something brand new. So he oh, has okay. a lot okay, cool. to talk about, which I'm excited about. But, man, I'm just like, yo, Dave Chappelle. He's back. This shit is funny. And I, and I wasn't on him when he was on Comedy Central, and now I want to go back and buy the DVDs and watch the Chappelle show. And so I love the fact that he was just like, you know, I had to fucking watch Kia Peel do my show for the past 10 years. 
And so I Why remember, everybody uh, be shitting on Keon Peele? Yeah, <laughs> like, it was an article that came out. We didn't talk about it, but he was just saying like he doesn't have hate for, for Key and Peele, but it was Comedy Central were try, was trying to block him from doing certain things uh-huh. that basically, essentially, I guess, they, Key and Peele, essentially started doing. And it, maybe like, it got away with it. Toned down. Oh, okay. Um, but I think, you know, with Dave Chappelle, he was really, he pushed the, he did push, the yeah. limit with a lot of content, and I think he that did. was so, it was avant-garde, but I know sometimes certain networks don't take Risks and Key and P, I think, was a digestible version of Dave Chappelle's sketch comedy. Okay, so he was wa- so he was watching it like and that's how oh, that's what that's the network I'm, wanted me to do. That's how I'm interpreting it, and I think okay. they were trying to remember when he he left walked away from that fifty million dollar deal. I think mm-hmm. what they were they were trying to what it sounds like my friend and I were talking about this because he's been following Chappelle. What it sounded like is they were probably trying to push him towards a Key and Peele esque show at the time, and he was just like, Nah, man, I want to. You know, and I think his father was dying at the time mm-hmm. and some things happened. Right. So, but yeah, that's my mood. I Happy places, Care Bear stairs and all that shit. Yeah, man. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so my mood's a little, a little cheesy. Please forgive me, guys. Oh my god, uh, you're gonna say something super cute? <laughs> not really, because I'm not about that sappy shit. But so I'm, I'm still said. kind of like, I'm, still, <laughs> I'm still kind of in that um, more life with Drake playlist okay. mood. Um, uh-huh. and one of my favorite songs on the album is Teenage Fever. Why you some Teenage Fever, Tiani? And um, the second verse in that song. Just kind of reflects my life right now and how I'm feeling, and that's all I'm gonna say. What you wanna play? You're gonna have to play. You're just gonna have to play that clip. Give us a line. The second verse. Second verse, part of the. Oh my god! Or you could just uh, tell people who may not necessarily listen to Drake. You're not gonna tell us. It sounds lame just speaking it. It's okay. Just let it it. happen. Letting it go. Just do it. We're just gonna insert it. Oh my god. <laughs> I obviously am the sharer of this year group. <laughs> I gotta know one for ten years and I literally have to pull teeth out of the other way. I have to listen to musical lyrics to understand the mood. You guys are the worst. <laughs> this is the worst. No, You're the worst two people to do podcasts no, with. Everything. No, listen, you guys are the worst. And open like, what do you guys need to know? Tiani's like, don't use my name as an example, and I just don't say shit. Yeah, see? See? So okay. That's how she gets us. Uh, right. On that note, and now it's your turn because I quizzed Tiani last week, so now it's your turn to hit us with the social media accounts now, for Venting and Vino. You guys can listen to Drake's song, um, <laughs> number five. <laughs> What are we doing? But social media. Well, what's Venti Boom. and Vino? Social at media ve- for Twitter, Facebook, and email. Come on. Okay. At Venti and Vino Pod. For? Everything, apparently. It Just at Twitter. And Facebook. And Facebook. What's our email? Nobody emails us, nope. Georgia. What's our Why email? Why do we even have an email? What's our email? <laughs> Venti and Vino Pod at gmail.com. Uh, no, what's the email, Tiani? Um, it's at Venti and Vino. Right? Venti and Vino at G. At Gmail. What the fuck is wrong with I you? I did say venting and vino. You said venting pod. vino pod. Uh, nobody emails us. T- watch when they start emailing us. I'm going to be like, and play Nicole's soundbite. Nobody, nobody emails us. us. Nobody emails us. So venting vino pod, Twitter, Facebook, venting and vino at Gmail. What's your social, uh, Nicole? Nikki. Nick. You can just, just find me. I'm open. You guys no, can hear <laughs> Your shit is confusing no, it's not. sometimes. I'm on Twitter, it's at Nikki Nice. And that pretty much has all my info on it. So you guys can hit me up on Twitter at Nikki Nice. Uh, Twitter, Georgette, and um, or my website, GeorgettePierre.com. On that note, with our mics plugged in, everyone can hear us. <laughs> <laughs> we are out of here. No more off days for Tiani. No more off days. Um, no more off days. So we are out of here. And yes. Yeah, man. Peace. We'll hear from you guys on Wednesday. Toodles!